Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. One, two, one, two. We are back. Tuesday nights. Guards Grill Boxing. I am your host, Roberto Flack. Soon to be joined by my man, R.O.D., Got some things to talk about <laughs> this evening. It's just going to be a quick show tonight. I know everybody uh, within the crew and I know everybody else listening, you know, this is obviously Thanksgiving week. Everybody's uh, got their their road, their road trip plans, as do I. <laughs> but, you know, we got to talk about um, a little something that happened over the weekend or maybe something big that happened over the weekend, that being Kovalev Ward. This is the post-fight recap. And, you know, we're going to talk about that real quick. We got my man R.O.D. on the line. What's goody? What's goody? What's goody, brother? Yes, yes. I was saying, you're 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 uh, on the road trip as we speak, I believe, right? Oh, man, we're about, we, we about to get to it. We're about to get to it. But nevertheless, man, we, we make time for what's important, man, and it's always good to break bread. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're obviously going to talk about Kovalev uh, Ward took place this weekend. Andre Ward becoming uh, the new unified light heavyweight champion, defeating Sergey Kovalev. And, uh, I mean, obviously this is one of the most talked about fights post the actual fight happening as it relates to the scorecards and what people, who people thought won. You know, some say it's very controversial. Some say it was just. Some people are just going about calling it what it really was, which was a great fight. But I want to end the show with that because, you know, there's things we do want to touch on as it pertains to that fight. But this weekend, man, we do have another fight. (laughs) November has been riddled with boxing, and I think the tail end of the month is the, the ones we were really looking forward to the most. This Saturday night, Vasily Lomachenko, Nicholas Walters, uh, this was a fight we were hearing about for some time. It didn't materialize, I don't know, due to money or whatever, but we're getting it this weekend. And for those who didn't get a chance to watch uh, Ward Kovalev, uh, if you haven't watched it on YouTube already, they are going to replay the fight before uh, you know, the main event. So you, know, you get a chance to see the fight then. And you know, obviously, stay tuned. We're going to talk about uh, what we thought of the outcome of the fight. But um, real quick, man, I just uh, I, I just wanted to you know I'll, I'll get your opinion first on this, man. I mean, we we are um, big fans of Vasily Lomachenko, uh, you know, as far as the the GYGB crew, and you know I gotta say that this is one of the most interesting matchups for Lomachenko since I would say maybe going into the fight since he fought Gary Russell Jr. Um, and at least on my end, I mean, I, I want to say this is the biggest puncher he's faced as a professional. So, uh, real quick, man, let me let me get your thoughts on this fight. I mean, if uh, you know you want to you want to throw down a prediction on it. Oh no, you know what? Here, let me say this real. Fast. Sorry, let me say this real fast. And I know sometimes I get long-winded. I'll make it brief. I know 
we're out here. Um, the thing I want to say is two things. I mean, what great time it is for boxing to have two great fights like this in two in two weeks. Like we talked about, the whole month of November was packed, you know. Mm-hmm. But two great fights, man, were pound for pound. Like I, you know, probably top five, man. You know, maybe top ten, top fifteen, man. You know, depending upon where you put Walters, but like. Just you see them in the two-week span, man, and, and fighting at their prime, and that's a good thing. The one thing I'm going to say is that I always said about Lomachenko, everybody know I'm, I'm a big fan of him as well. He, he's that loaded death we talk about. You know, I remember I was just watching this, this clip. You know, I always have good analogies, and I was watching this clip with this guy. This, this It was on YouTube. The nerd goes to um, the inner city and plays basketball. And everybody, you know, kind of slept on him because, he was a nerd, and he was just getting buckets, busting people behind. I really compare that to Lomachenko because I think a lot of people look at his record. Doesn't he's like six wins, four six wins, one loss, four knockouts, and everybody knows that loss was just a dirty fight. You know, um, you know, Salido was a great fighter, came in kind of overweight, a lot of head, but it's a lot of craziness, man. But he still persevered and came through at the end. We look at Walters, on the other hand, and we say, wow, man, this guy's hard-hitting. Look what he did to Donaire and, you know, and, and um, Raging Bull and, you know, things of that caliber. And we, we look at this and say, wow, this is just a great matchup. It really is. It's, it's, a, it's a contrast of styles, man. You got one guy who's that loaded gun. And what I mean by that, that loaded deck, the nerd that comes in that knows how to play, and what I mean by that is basically he has over 300 amateur fights. He has more fights than some people have in their whole entire career. And he barely lost as an amateur. So that's one thing. But the second thing is, man, here's a guy that under, he gets it. He's a vet in just 10, you know, in just 11 fights, man. You know, or just really is seven fights, I'm sorry. He understands angles. He he, he performs like a, a professional man, and, and he's very poised. Um, Walters, on the other hand, is hard-hitting, man. You know, he, he's, he's smarter than your average bear. You know, but, um, you know, he he's hard-hitting. He hasn't had any knockouts lately since he kind of moved up a little bit. But, you know, he's hard-hitting, and, you know, people like that. So that's the contrast of styles right there. For me, what I'm looking for in this fight, I'm looking for an action-packed fight. I'm looking for Walters to kind of, you know, you know, throw some things in there, you know, kind of be patient, but also be offensively minded, which he is. I'm looking for Lomacheco to do the things that he normally does, that's bring angles, you know, IQ. And also, um, you know, bring that that educated that educated jab and that, and that footwork. What I'm looking at though is I'm looking at the the best Lomachenko, you know, coming in and beating the the best um, Walters simply because I really feel like you know those 300 fights, man, and the fact that he just has a, a resume in in a in a Death, man, that's just crazy, man. That loaded death we talk about is is real, and I think that we're going to see that this weekend. I think it's going to be very competitive, but I think you're going to see that towards you know towards as the fight goes on, that uh, Walters is going to be overwhelmed and and outclassed, and it could possibly be a TKO. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, this is a fight I've been looking forward to, man, and. I mean, you make some points as far as we forget Lomachenko is what this is his ninth fight, I think, right? You know, he he hasn't he he's been a pro, you know, 
not that long, you know, but I mean, you did make mention that he's, his, his amateur record is like ridiculous. You know, the guy, uh, when you, when you talk about just, I mean, overall skill level, but I mean, on top of the fact that the guy, people may not, they're not aware of this, but like he has a mind coach, you know, and people are like, well, what the, what, what, what's a mind coach? And a lot of that man plays into like, like just, how accurate the guy is. I mean, you ever see that thing, the thing where he puts the, 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 the tennis ball with a string on his head and he's just doing up jabs, boom, 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 like just getting the accuracy. And then that's not even, that's not even talking about his footwork and, and the way he's able to spin guys, the way he's able to um, uh, j- just, you, he, it's like he look like he, he, he'll be in front of you. You know, it, he'll give you angles, but there's a, a good amount of the time where he's in front of you, but he understands distance. He understands spacing. He understands, uh, like, he could read a fighter. You know, like, when you think about, like, guys, that, like, w- whether it's, like, Pernell Whitaker, even Floyd, and some of these guys that were defensive-minded, they were almost able to read a, a, a fighter's body language, whether they were ready to throw a jab, whether they were ready to throw a body shot or a right hand, and it's like, he looks like he has that. And the thing with the Salido fight, and I'll say this, um, again, people forget that was his second professional fight. And with all that was happening between the headbutts and the low blows and all the rough stuff that was going on, he almost took Salido out in the end. You know, like people get lost with that. And, and, and I make mention of that. I'm like, yo, between all that that happened, like he almost took Salido out in the end. And also adding the fact that Salido didn't seem to want to fight Lomachenko again without, like, huge money attached, which nine times out of ten lets you know something. <laughs> um, with Nicholas Walters, man, I, I mean, you, you made the mention, too. Like, he hasn't had a knockout since Donaire. He fought this guy, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Mariga, Mariaga, and kind of beat him up, didn't stop him, but then he fought Jason Sosa in a fight that I thought he won, but I think he went to 135 because people, you know, like Lomachenko and Walters height-wise, they're about the same size. But Lomachenko, I mean, Walters, is a, he comes in like a welterweight. You know, he, he's kind of a big dude for, for making 130. And it was crazy how he was making 126. But when you see the Donaire fight, man, you saw the size difference there, man. And Donaire, he didn't belong anywhere near Lomachenko, man. Because when I heard that that fight was getting made, I was, I was like, damn, man. Because he beat the crap out of Darchinian too, man, before that. Like, I think he knocked him out in, like, the fourth or fifth round, something like that. But this is a situation where I think, uh, number, I mean, number one, skill-wise, you know, when it deals with skill, you've got to obviously favor Lomachenko. I mean, I think there's going to be points in this fight where Walters may land a few shots where you're like, oh, okay, but I think – it just, I mean, it comes down to, again, skill, man, and, and footwork and consistency and just not letting, you know, one, one thing, one thing Lomachenko does really, really good, man, is he gets you off balance. And that's how, like, where, where he can, where he can throw from a pivot and, 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 and spin you and you're off balance. And then he's got like two, three shots coming behind that. So that's like dealing with that for 12 rounds is incredibly difficult, man. And he's coming off uh, the Rocky Martinez fight, which, I mean, I think the way it played out was how I saw it <laughs> happening, you know. Uh, but this, 
this fight is very interesting, man. I mean, I'm picking Lomachenko to win this fight. I'm uh, I'm going to give Walters the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna, I'll I'll say like it'll be a decision, but Lomachenko does need to be wary of uh, Nicholas Walters' power because again, this is the biggest puncher he's faced up to date, man. And Walters has, I mean, he he's known as a big power puncher, man, but he's 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 got some skill in him, you know, like the guy, the guy's gotten to where he's at, you know, just, you know, not being just a power puncher, man. I mean, he throws really good uppercuts. Uh, he hits the body pretty well. I just think the problem he's going to have here is that he's dealing with a guy that's not going to be there much of the time. And, and it's, he's deceptive a bit. Like I said, like he, he looks like he's standing in front of you, but he just moves that quick, man, that, you know, you could throw a jab or a one-two, and he's already on on your right side, ready to throw his one-two, three, four, and five, and back out of the way. Um, I agree, man. He's he's a loaded deck, man. I mean, he's a he's a full clip. You know, shout to Gangstar. And I I think I, I think down the stretch, <laughs> I think it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a situation where um, Lomachenko is just gonna be w- way too much. Uh, Nicholas Walters is going to be trying to like maybe swing for the fences and that's probably gonna be a big mistake on his end but I think he'll weather the storm but I think it's going to be like a 116 112 maybe 117 111 affair for Lomachenko I think this guy is um you know they call him high tech man uh the, the guy I mean I saw him training today uh, I saw some of Walters training today too and both are at weight. You know, there was already, there was talks about you know Walters came in kind of big, or you know he he you know some people were speculating he was kind of big and maybe he was gonna have trouble making weight. But from the reports today, like he's already at one thirty one, so weight should not be an issue at all. There's you know a few days away from the fight, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. This is gonna be you know to ta- you know to to kind of um, end off a great month in boxing. I mean, this is a great way to end it, man. I mean, you got two of the best at 130 going at it, man. And, and, and again, man, this is hopefully a trend that is going to continue into 2017 because the fight we're about to talk about next solidified the fact for me that when you get two prime fighters, uh, whether they're undefeated or not, when you get two of the best fighters in boxing and you put them in the ring together, you're going to get a fight like we saw Saturday night. And I'll throw it over to you, R.O.D. Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev. Uh, I, th- I mean, you can argue. I mean, some, the casuals are before, before, you, the before, casual- you, before you go, go ahead, on, go uh, we, we got Steve Cunningham about to come on. So the, I'm going to pause. I don't mean to cut you. I'm going to pause for like two minutes as I conference him in, if you don't mind. So, okay, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll leave that in. I'll leave it in. Um, but, yeah, I mean – um, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll give my take real quick before we get uh before we get USS on the line. This was, you know, you know, this was a fight that I was telling my my casual fan friends, you gotta see this fight. You know, I had I had my man Craig, shout out to my man Craig, my man Reem, and they they were privileged to see a really really good fight. Uh, what came out of the fight? Hello, hello, you know, hello. Hey, this is Steve Cunningham. I'm in. What's going yo, on, Jim? Yo, Welcome hey, to the show, man. Um, so, All right, go ahead. Um, Identify the show, Roberto. Tell me who we got on. 
No, we got we we got USS Cunningham, Steve Cunningham on the line, man. Welcome to the show, uh, ROD. Uh, he, yeah, we we uh, we needed to get your your thoughts on this fight. Um, oh no, I wasn't. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll go. I'll go, man. Um, yeah, I mean, like it, this this was a fight that. In my opinion, lived up to the hype. You know, there were there were there were people going into the fight thinking uh, whether they didn't like Ward's style and they thought like he was going to make it a boring fight, quote unquote. That did not play out in this fight, man. I think for me, and I'll pass it off to to, to Steve after this. I, I think this this was the quintessential, you know, fight where you get two of the best in boxing. And this is what plays out, man. You, we saw two guys implement their styles. Both were successful at points. And as, as the, the results came, man, the, it, it's been, for the most part, split down the middle between, you know, the legions of boxing fans, whether, whether you're a Kovalev fan or a Ward fan or you're just a boxing fan. You know, it's created a big discussion within the community, and I think it's now starting to spill out to the casual fans who are like, man, what, what happened this weekend? Because on my end, down here in South Florida, man, a lot, of, a lot of these spots didn't pick up this fight, which was very unfortunate. And on my end, I had to, I had to tell people, you need to see this fight. And for me, I'll say that I, I thought it was an incredibly close fight. Uh, I, I don't think on either end it was a wide margin. I think there were swing rounds you could favor for both guys, but at least for me, I gave it to Kovalev by just one round. If you had it, a draw, or even one way toward, I'm not even going to argue with you. And the reason is, is because to me, it was that close, man. Going into the 12th round, I was texting ROD. I go, dude, this is like – this is a nail biter. This is this is this round could decide the fight for either guy. So, right. um, I'll pass it over to you, Steve. I mean, how did you? I mean, how did you see this fight play out, or how did? Well, what was your 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 thoughts on you know the outcome and who you thought won the fight? Uh, I mean, you know, like you said, this was a fight that lived up to the hype. You know, um, we very seldom see a fight with guys of this caliber, undefeated, putting both, putting undefeated records on the line and the fight leading up, I mean, um, living up to the hype. I mean, this fight, I, I, I can't wait for the rematch, you know, period. Um, I, like you said, again, like you said, it, it could have went to Kovalev. We wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have argued. It could have went to, it could have been come a draw. I wouldn't have argued it and it went to war. You can't argue. Um, after the knockdown, really, um, I had Ward winning um, in the 12th, you know, um, at, after, after the bell rung because Ward, um, Ward basically controlled, he controlled the tempo of the ring, and you see him breaking down Kovalev. Um, mm -hmm. Kovalev, was, he was a little more, you know, he, you could see he was worn, you know, and those body shots were, were doing what they were meant to do. They took his energy from him. They took that pop from him. And... He landed some good, flush, solid right hands in the later rounds, um, and boom, you know, Ward stood up to him. So um, the plan worked. He looked a little sluggish, but then he picked it up. He tried to pick it up also. Um, 
One thing that I do have to say, and I, I made a video on my Facebook page the day, the morning after, about the fight and my, my thoughts on the fight. You know, and I say my thoughts because, you know, I'm not, you know, nothing Bible. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, that thing is still going today. What We're about 369 comments in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's deep. People are, you know. People are going, we're going into politics now and race. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. They go in. I let, I let them go. You know, I'll answer some of the, you know, intelligent, respectful um, comments and stuff. But uh, all that other nonsense is crazy. But a few things I do have to say about this fight is, one, from the beginning, and I watched it with a friend. I was in Florida at the time. Actually, I was in Orlando. When the fight was going out to a friend's house, and we were all over there watching, and the first thing we noticed was, um, excuse my English, French, or German, or whatever, but we noticed how the announcers were nut-hugging Kovalev, mm. you know, mm-hmm. unbelievably, you know? And you see, like, I even knew um, of Kovalev and I'm concerned about Andre Ward being dirty. So... Um, even in the locker room, you see him talking about, you know, the uh, the referee was mentioning that. And I'm like, okay, by the third round, I'm like, whoa, Kovalev's the one doing the dirty tactics. He's headlocking uh-huh. Ward every chance he got. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, and Ward complained about it finally. Yeah, pushing him down. And it was just, it was, and he was ho- holding him, clinching him like he was about to DDT him <laughs> and punch him. DDT. You know, so, you know, so, um, Ward, Ward, his plan, I can see what the plan was to get close, to nullify the distance on that right hand and work the body. And they they, they, they were successful a few times. But uh, Kovalev would, would grab and just hook the head. And it's like, yo, I, we were screaming at the ref, like, ref, when are you going to take a point for this? You know, he did it about ten times by now. So with the um, commentators being pro-Kovalev, I mean, some somebody, it was an argument going on in a thread, and they're like, um, you know, you hear the, you know, the commentators were pro Ward, and I'm like, wow, no, they weren't. Probably after the round nine, they had to give Ward his props because he was doing something that others have haven't done to to Kovalev. Then, um, pro pro Kovalev, here's an example. Um, Kovalev throws a right hand, and Ward slips it. He turns his head and slips it, and they went nuts. Oh man. Look at that right hand by Kovalev, and then the uh, the highlight comes in, and they're like, oh, oh, he missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, then you got the one round. I think it was seven. Kovalev. I think it was a stiff chat that snapped Kovalev's head back, and everybody's like, "Oh!" And they're like, "If Kovalev would have hit Ward with that shot, he'd have been." And I'm like, "Wow! Can you get a dude his shot?" You know, it was it was just ridiculous. So, um, I'm happy that Ward got the decision. Um, I thought he did enough to get the decision. I thought it was super close. I thought it could have went either way. We couldn't have argued, but I'm glad it went that way of Ward. Now Ward possibly, like as Max Kellerman said, I agree with Max at the end of his, at the end of the telecast. He said Ward got every round he could have got, and I believe that. And um, but I'm like, isn't that how boxing should be anyway? You know, if you win the round, you win the round. You know, we have to stop. The thing about boxing is they have. Stop the, the, the official judgment. 
Hey, champ, you fading out, champ. Oh, I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Um, you know, even fighters say this. People, we all have to stop saying, I was walking forward, so, you know, I mm-hmm. should have. Walking forward, there's, there's, that's aggressive, aggressiveness. There's something called effective aggressiveness. That's what you judge on. Ring generalship, punches landed, you know. Ward had the uh, ring generalship, and and he, both of them had effective aggression because Ward he would jump in and do what he wanted to do and get back on the back on the ring generalship, you know. So it's an argument, though. You know, you have the people who like power. You have the people who like the the knockout guy trying to go for it, and they're Kovalev fans. Then you have the boxing people who love the sweet science, the movement, the slips and counters. They're war fans. Uh-huh. I can't with a rematch, period. Mhm. 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 Yeah, I mean it's it was it's I mean that's the thing. I mean it's it's one of these fights, man, where I mean I was talking to Coltrane, you know, who's overseas right now and it, it it's kind of these I think it's one of these fights even even in the sense where they have a rematch. You know, I think it's one of these fights that we're going to talk about for years to come because yeah. I mean, we could we could give examples of like other fights that kind of played out. We're like, man, oh, that guy won or that guy won, and you you can make arguments for both. But I think what what the unfortunate side of things when it concerns like the people arguing about like who won or such is like this was a re- this was a great fight because there were points where I mean I mean the fact um, you know Ward you know getting knocked down. And, 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 you know, losing those early rounds, like, he – and it's funny. I predicted that this would happen, you know, even though, like, I thought, you know, it, at least for me, like, Cole kind of edged it. It's funny how the way I predicted this fight playing out is kind of what happened. I said Ward might get in trouble early. Then some point in the fire, like, whether it's the fifth round, I think, like, fourth or fifth round, you started to see what I thought his initial game plan was going to be was to close the distance – Get yeah. on the inside and land those body shots, which I were slowing Kovalev down. You know, you you could see. I mean, you could tell a lot by the body language, man. And, and you started to see. Uh, I mean, and even beyond the 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 body attack that War was doing, man. I mean, like he was getting these lead right hands in, and, and he was getting those little like lead left hooks in, and that were were clearly landing. You know. Um, uh, R.O.D., man, yeah. I, I know you wanted to speak on this, man, because uh, we, we've been talking about this for the last couple of days, man, so I, 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 I'll, I'll leave it to you, man. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, thanks, Steve, for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, man, uh, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's always good to get a, a, a pro perspective because similar to what we just said with, with, with Steve just mentioned, like, you know, he threw stuff out on his post, and you get the, you know, what we call the Monday morning, you know, the Sunday afternoon, Monday morning armchair quarterbacks, you know, that, that's you know, there's no fantasy boxing that's going on. You know, you, you, you watch it, you know, you watch <laughs> it. There's people that really do this stuff. And, you know, yeah. Steve is one of the people that do it. And here's the reason why. I watched boxing. I boxed a little bit when I was younger. Um, I watched boxing for years. So I have a perspective, but not the perspective of what, what uh, Champ has. And the one thing I'm going to say is I compare this fight I was happy that this fight happened because you had two people in their primes. Now, I'm going to make this a, a two-minute rant. But let me get on Let me get on Stevenson because this fight should have never happened if Stevenson would have stepped up. All right, sure. so that's number one. All right, so you had Ward moving up, and really Stevenson, with all, you're talking about Hulk Hogan, with all the Hulk Hogan antics coming in the ring, with Kovalev yeah. won that fight, he should have fought him, but he didn't. 
All right, so that's that's why we're here. Number two is we're we're here because these are the two best fighters, one and two pound for pound. The third thing is is that over the history, they said if you don't learn from history, it's bound to repeat itself. Well, basically, we got in a situation where I would never forget when I was in sixth grade. Was I in sixth grade? Maybe like fourth grade, and I cried when Hagler lost against Sugar Leonard, and my dad had to get on me. He said, "Like son, listen." You know, everybody, a lot of people are calling foul. And to this day, my dad and I watch this fight, and we have a different winner all the time. Yeah, And yeah. I think that's the same situation yeah. with this Kovalov and War fight. Depending upon what day you watch it, you're probably going to get a different winner because you're going to see something that you're going to say, you know what, Dag, I didn't see this. You may yeah. see something you say, Dag, I see this. But let me tell you this. Getting back to Champ's Facebook, Facebook posts. Anybody that has it that says a couple of things, that is a robbery, is mm. out of their mind. Robbery uh, robbery, and close decisions are two different things. Close decisions yeah. are basically you turn that fight on, you watch it ten times, Hagler and Leonard, you get a different, you get a different um, opinion all the time. Uh, that's, a, that's a close decision. Robbery is this, what C.J. Ross did to Floyd when he beat the brakes off of um, uh, Canelo, Canelo Alvarez. He yeah, had a, yeah, yeah. He had it a draw. That's that's a robbery. Robbery <laughs> is when robbery is when Harold Letterman scorecard he had Paul Williams beating Carlos Quintana in that first fight when when Paul, you know, God bless Paul, you know, his situation, but Paul clearly lost that fight. Robbery is yeah. when the biggest one is when Chavez got his breaks, got the lunch meat beat oh, out of him. Man. No. <laughs> All right. Awesome. And they basically and they basically said it was a draw. Those are robberies. Draw yeah. like controversy and close decisions are what we're talking about in this fight because depending upon when you watch it, you'll get a different perspective. And that's how it well, was. Let's, like, well let's uh, since we're talking about robberies, well let's add in the robbery that was done that night on the undercard. Oh the hooker. The hooker. hooker, yeah, yeah. That's a robbery. Like Perez that, got robbed. He got robbed. That was crazy. Andre Ward won a close victory that could have went either way. Either he way. Was really up in arms, and they're like ready. They're, you know, I'm telling you, man, just go on my wall. Steve Cunningham, and you see the video I put up. Dude is talking about black, white, and uh, you America, go. Russia. And and let me and I had to explain to this one guy because I had to explain a couple things to a few people because you know even Kovalev tried to pull the the national card. Card, so, you he know sure how they did. Say, we, you know how they say we pulled the race card. Well, he pulled the na- the national card, and mm-hmm. well, I'm here in America, and they're gonna go for the American guy, and I'm like, hold up, what? These dudes are pro Kovalev over here and Triple mm-hmm. G. So mm-hmm. no European fighter will come to America and and get robbed. You be over mm-hmm. an American fighter. That ain't happening here, but it happens there now. I can tell you that on experience. That's happened to me a few times over mm-hmm. there. Yep. So, so that's what they do. But here in America, it's like they don't give the American fighter that type of love that they do those European fighters. And I say that out loud. Now, um, look at Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather should have been, you know, um, honored with open arms every fight, and he shouldn't have been loved and this and that. But the crowd hates him, you know, but he fights Ricky Hatton. The crowd, he's got more people for Ricky Hatton in his mm-hmm. own city in, in Vegas than, than they do, um, than he does for himself, you know. Um, so 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 the fighter, the, the especially the African-American athlete, let's just put it that way, he doesn't get that support 
that he should in America like like a European fighter does in Europe and in America. So for him to try to even pull that card, that's like, come on, bro. You Now you're really reaching now. Come on. And, and you know, it's funny you say that, Chip, because one of the things we put on our post was that, and, and that's the one you commented on, was basically like, if you called this a robbery, if yeah. you said it had anything to do with race relations, yep. politics, or like or anything or religion, you guys just basically miss a great fight because this has yep. nothing to do. And what happens is, I hate to say this, you got a lot of a lot of people since the whole presidential election. Oh, yeah, no a lot doubt. of people are divided out, when it yep, when it comes to the last time I seen this happen was when the world was divided with boxing was when Jerry Cooney fought Larry Holmes years ago and I was younger. And you I never understood it. Yeah. But that was about black and white. So yeah. here in America, yep. everything that was under under the skin, I mean, look at we got all these police shootings and you know, you got black Americans saying, Yo, stop, stop killing us and you got a lot of white Americans saying, Shut up, stop crying, y'all pulling the race card. Then we got the Trump thing. We know that's all. I mean, this dude is a straight racist. He's 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 nominating or hiring all of these. And now, and now these not and now these Nazi dudes that are that that, that meeting that he had yesterday exactly. or something at that. Exactly. I see. Yep. Sit down, my walk. We got we got that going on. So the, there's been for years. I mean, no, not for you. I'm sorry. Since day one, the race issue hasn't gone anywhere. But now, mm-hmm. it's it's out on top. You know, it's out on top, and you have a lot of white Americans who did have racial issues or, or are racist or bigots. They're they're feeling good about that stuff. They're putting it out there because they're like, damn, Trump, and he put it out there. So, you know, they're feeling good about it. So every it's a race issue. I mean, people who say race don't matter, I want to smack them. Well, and you, and you know? know why you say, you know why it's just crazy? Because I hate to say this, Kovalov kind of brought that heat to him when he put out that little meme about Stevenson. Remember exactly. the whole monkey thing? And people, exactly. and see, that's where it starts getting divided. And see, this is where you get this thing where everywhere, like, you have a lot of people, you know, we see it on our page. They start, they don't, they can't articulate it. They just yeah. go right in the race. And I'm like, they what does race have to do? Yeah, like, what does race have to do with me? That's just right. like the Obama thing. You know, people hated Obama. But it's like they don't know why. Why do you hate them? Well, I, I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear that a lot. <laughs> something I hear about that a lot. something about no, there's something about him. He's a black man in the White House. Just say it. You know what I mean? But um, back to the fight. I had to explain to a guy that because he he's going off. Well, maybe next time we can get we can get some European judges in there. And I'm like, dude. I'm like, listen. I fought almost twenty, probably more than twenty times you know, for 12-round fights with championships here and there, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, every time you're fighting for a title or a 12-round bout, you get right of refusal for judges and referees. So when we sign the contract, they'll tell us, this is the judge, this is the referee we're looking at, and these are the three judges we're looking at. So when I went to Poland, my first trip and got robbed, I mean, severely yeah, I remember robbed. that. I remember we, that. Exactly. We we started we learned the business by by the business doing us dirty. So we kept learning it. And it's like, well, we can next time we won't have well actually when we went to Poland we told them we didn't want a Polish or German judge. You know? So the, they were like, All right, cool, but when we got to Poland there was a Polish and German judge and those two scored it for the other guy. So the next fight, the rematch we got with the guy, 
the judges was from Philippines, uh, Australia, and, and Canada. And boom, guess who won? <laughs> you know, so. And, and, and you know what's funny about that? It's funny about that because I remember when you fought Margot Huck, you yeah. were like, all right, you was beating the whole fight. Me and Doctor's in the studio, and you took care of business and finished them off in the 12th. And the thing about it is, relating that back to the Kovalev fight, and what you just said is an interesting point. You got to, it's what Eddie Hearn said. Eddie Hearn said that he didn't feel Kovalev won that fight. And he said the reason why is he had no sense of urgency after yeah. the knockdown. So if you feel like you're going to be robbed, you got to do what basically Bernard did against Trinidad, where he beat him every round and knocked him out of 12, or what you did against Marco Huck. Like, basically, you beat him every round. He's like, you know what, man, I'm going to just knock you on the 12th round. Just exactly. in case y'all try some stupid stuff. And to be honest, that's the problem I had with Kovalev. Everybody yeah, thought that he was beating him when he had his He should put his foot on the gas a little bit more. Yeah, but what happened right. was he went on cruise control after that third round. And that's when those close rounds came into play. Well, maybe. And, that was, and, that, and that, I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, no, but maybe also people need to look at. You got a guy here who stopped. How many stop? How many stoppages has he had? I mean, you know, he stopped probably ninety percent of his his opponents. So mm-hmm. he, he's used to touching them with the right hand, and they're going yep. to sleep. Game over. So when you get a guy who can get up and take steam from you by those body shots, uh, you know, he can't turn up. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't know how. Because he hasn't had to to, to gain the experience to know how. And secondly. You got a guy stealing his steam from him. So he can't. He can't even if he knew how now. Now his energy is at. So he fell back on his power, which I tell people all the time. I I take a boxer over a puncher any day. Any day. Any day. Now, the punching thing, I mean, I got casuals on that video post I posted on my Facebook wall, and I don't understand how a guy can knock you down and you and you win. And I'm like, it's like it's so many. I don't want to call them stupid, uh, ignorant. You know what I'm saying? So many ignorant and ignorance in the way of they just don't know the rules or they don't know boxing really. You know what I mean? They're armchair boxing fans, so mm-hmm. they they're like, I don't see how you could knock a guy down and he and you win. And I'm like, dog, I, I've been knocked down and twice and won a damn huge fight. <laughs> you know, a few mm-hmm. of them. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. one point. <laughs> you know what? You so, know what the problem is though. The problem is yeah. that people people lived in that second round and they didn't live after that because if anybody yeah. saw it, they would saw like the little adjustments he made. Now, granted, let me say, like I said, Roberto, I have a fair balance. I thought either way that fight went either way. You told me that Kovalev won by one point. First of all, I had it a draw. If everybody must know, yeah. I had it a draw, and I said, and I'm being honest. And Roberto knows I love, I love Andre Ward. And right. the thing yeah. about it is, I had it a draw. But I'm going to tell you this. If Andre Ward won by one point, I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. If, yeah, if Cole yeah, yeah. won by one point, I'm saying I'm cool with that. But if you're saying 115 or 112 or 116 or 111, there's no coincidence that all three judges had yeah. it the same way. I can see if well, one person was a C.J. Ross. Exactly, it wasn't. Well, that's exactly. like Letterman. Like, you look at Harold Letterman's card. Oh, he had a, like, 116, 111. Like, what are you watching? Letterman the same thing. He had it, like, 116, 111. Letterman needs to Netflix and chill when it comes to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, that crap is wild, man. Like, and, 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 you know, I've met him numerous times. He's a good person, good human being. You know, when it comes to writing scorecards, man, you can you can just see who he's going for, period. You know? And that's he's a puncher. Yeah, yeah, he's a puncher fan, yeah. 
And that's yeah, why, I, if you think about it, Larry Merchant and those guys. See, it's funny. When you look through the years of HBO, I think HBO was in this golden prime when we had Barry Tompkins, mm. you know, and Larry Merchant was he, when he wasn't on the, the, the uh, you know, the, uh, the um, Jim Bean, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but you know, I, I think, you know, George Foreman was cool, too. He had his whole edges. Yeah. He was cool. Roy was pretty good, and, and um, Lennox was good. But to be honest, I don't like I don't like what Harold's doing. Every time he go to the school cars, I'm like, please don't go to the school cars. Like, please don't. Please don't. Let's just let's just you know they have apps now where we don't actually need you no more. Like we can That's use right. our apps and we can score and we don't have to listen to you. I, I mean, but, but here's another huge thing I explained in the video was the first thing I explained was the psychological the psychology behind commentating. You know what I'm saying? How if you got and, – and then these are guys that you trust and believe know what they're talking about. So you, you, you don't – so people, the average fan doesn't believe that they'll, they're, they'll try to – they'll try to, what's the word, manipulate you, period. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like mm-hmm. you can see the plan was Max – even Roy was, was, was buying into it too. And, <laughs> and, and, um, and Jim, let's, let's, let's big up Kovalev. I mean, from the gate, you can, it was Kovalev, 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 Kovalev power, Kovalev this. And I'm like, wow, I mean, the poor Andre Ward, that dude is special. So it's like they didn't give Andre his props. So I stressed that in the video, like, dog, you got, y'all got to realize, just watch, the, watch this fight with the TV on, I mean, with the, with the volume off. Turn the, turn the volume down. Don't listen to these dudes. Don't listen mm-hmm. to letters or cards. Because that, that makes you think, well, oh, yeah, well, they're saying it. Subconsciously, you're like, everybody wants to be right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just like people who voted for Trump. Some people just voted for him because they want to, you know, and they're proud of it because they want to be known as a winner. We won. We won. <laughs> you know what I mean? So everybody wants to be right and want to be a winner. So they're listening to Letterman. You got Letterman who's been doing this for 20, 30 years, Kellerman who's been doing it, whatever, and and Lampley, and it's like, yeah, I agree with them. Everybody want to look like they know what they're talking about when these yeah, dudes well, is being blatantly manipulative. Well, it's funny because Lampley, he pulled the whole national card as well. He even said, like, in an interview after the fight with one of these wow. publications, he was, he was basically saying, um, yeah, well, you know, it's not common for, you know, a Russian to get, you know, and he was kind of hinting in a way like the history of like you know the united states and russia and everything and i'm like come on be like are you, like <laughs> totally <laughs> now, now, now you're taking it somewhere else man <laughs> yeah and, and you know what it's funny you say to roberto and that's what i'm saying like that people didn't make this a boxing match like like steve said they made it about politics which in turn got in a situation where you get these numbnuts that's commenting on, on the page yep. saying this saying that and it and it should and my point is is that although it exists it shouldn't be this way when it comes to a fight because I'm telling right. you, I'm starting to believe that if I'm starting to believe this, and I'm being honest, if Andre Ward, if Kovalov was Andre Ward in this fight, yeah, and Ward was Kovalov, I think a lot of people be saying that basically that Kovalov won. If Ward, yeah, you know, no what I mean, if Ward, you know, and and that's the problem because from the beginning, that. from the beginning, it was set up that way. The whole thing with the Stevenson thing. And the whole thing that HBO did with the cheerleading and basically, you know, setting up setting the parameters for, for what we saw on Saturday. Now, the funny thing about it is, if you're Andre Ward, and I'm going to ask Roberto this, how do you go back to working with those guys as colleagues 
after hearing that biased commentation, because we both agree. That's a good point. Good. Wow, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. I mean, look, this is this is kind of the deal where um, I want to say it, not so much a Kellerman, but with Lampley, man, because Lampley, he's done this with other fighters too, man, whether it was Pacquiao or whether it was somebody else where you, you just saw a heavy favoritism towards, like, a particular style or, or, or the fighter or whatever. And, yeah, man, that's a good point, man. Uh, here, but, I mean, I don't know how he – I mean, I think at the very end of the day, man, like, business is business. And, you know, I don't think, you know, war um, just, you know, just ding him back. He goes back and he commentates amongst those guys who basically were – Against him with a, a big smirk on his face. <laughs> well, nice. yeah, at the very, I mean, right. I mean, at the very end of the day, whether you whether you believe this, you know, Cole Kovalev or, or Ward won. And yeah, at the very end of the day, he won. Yeah. So there's not much they can exactly. say now. I'll, now I ask you guys this: Do you, you think? Do you think there should be an immediate rematch? Oh yeah, I believe so. I, I mean, really. Because it's like, what do you what do you do? What do you let um, you let Kovalev go get a tuna fight? Why? And Kovalev wouldn't want a tuna fight because he's he's a champion. He's a damn winner. He's a a champion. He's pound for pound one of the best in the world. He don't need no other fight. He wants to go. Cause yeah. I know how it was when I lost or felt I got mm. cheated or whatever. I wanted to go right back at that guy, and that's what Kovalev wants. I think I think by by next by the end of next spring we should we should see see them dudes in the ring. What they were talking wow. about uh, who who we got who we got online? Got a uh, Chris from Miami. How's it going, fellas? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, from Miami, man. What's going on, man? What's going on? Not much, man. Just listening, listening to the, listening to all the stuff going on, and uh, just want to say, Cunningham, I've been a fan ever since the first Adam X fight. And, uh, uh, appreciate it. It's good to hear you guys talk about the fight. I honestly just want to take two minutes. My observations of the fight. Um, calling this fight great or, you know, to me, it wasn't a great fight. You know, I, I think neither guy won Korolev or Ward. I feel as though the boxing fans didn't win because I truly believe that we're at the point in boxing that it's all about agendas and, um, it's all about, it's all about like making more money and, uh, something about, American, like, it's something about undefeated fighters. You know, it's something about that, oh, that you got to keep that, oh, we got to keep that, oh. I would appreciate the fact the fight could have gone either way. I had either, if you say Ward won by one round, a quarter won a drought, I would have accepted that. But, I mean, the thing is that main events won, HBO won, Ward won, Corlove won, they're going to make more money out of this. Boxing public, all the fans. I mean, I watched the fight with casuals, with hardcores, and everybody. Everybody had Corlova in the fight at first. Then they saw the fight again. Then everybody started changing their opinion. But um, I feel as though that we are so used to watching, don't want to use the word robberies, but so many weird decisions that we don't even know how to judge a fight anymore. We really don't because everybody looks at fights, and um, it's like Steve said earlier, some people tend to like the 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 puncher. Some people like to attend the boxer, and I just feel as though the judges, and also Letterman, and also commentators, it's like such muddy waters that I don't. I honestly don't even know how to how to judge a fight anymore. I don't. I don't know what how to score a fight anymore because it, it's so many opinions. So 
with that being said, I, I feel as though that this fight, it wasn't a great fight. You know, it, it was a good fight, but not great. Let's not say it was a great fight. Um, I feel as though, like, this weekend is another, uh, another example. You got Lomachenko against Walters. You got, uh, you know, I see Bob Aaron with a comment. Hey, you know, Lomachenko is going to be the next Muhammad Ali. You know, I read that comment and, and I laughed. That, to me, shows me right there that even though Aram has Lomachenko and Walters in his stable, look for Lomachenko to have the edge on the judges. Walters, Walters could fight the fight of his life. If he doesn't knock out Lomachenko, he's not going to get a decision. It's going to be a draw, or they're going to give it to Lomachenko. Why? Because, again, it's an agenda. Boxing is running out of no the business is running out you, of you have, you, have to worry, you have to worry about that, Chris. This is down. You have to worry about that, Chris, because Lomachenko is going to uh, TKO uh, Walters. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 think, uh, I think the reason why, I think the reason why the, the fight got made with Lomachenko and Walters is because they always had the back and forth with the money issues, what weight. But um, I think Lomachenko and Top Rank took this fight because of Walters' uh, inactivity. I doubt they would have fought Walters if he's been more active. You know, he hasn't been active for the last fight was against Sosa. And, um, you know, right. I, I believe I believe that, you know, Bob Arum has a lot of future plans with Lomachenko. And also knowing that Arum has been, had his um, his disputes with Team Walters and Walters going at Heyman and all that stuff. I know him and him and Walters are, are not a good terms. Look at the Jason Sosa fight. And uh, I really, I really... As a boxing fan, it, it just hurts. It hurts Cunningham, and you understand this. Like, you put your you put your life and you put so much effort and training, and you, and you put your your blood, sweat, and tears into it. And for you to get right. robbed, man, must be the worst feeling in the world as a fighter. You know. And, it is, uh, man. Let me let me let me let me go back to something you said. Let me touch on something you said that that, that I have to explain to people also. Um, first you said you, we, for, we forgot how to judge fights, and then you also said, um, you know, I mean, I, mean, I want to touch on people not knowing what they're not knowing what they're seeing. So with, with Andre yeah. Ward, so here we go. You have you have Ward scoring body shots like crazy. That's what took uh, Kovalev's steam away from him. And they were good, clean body shots. We could all see them, I and we see they effective. Now, normally. When fighters, and it's been told to me, even as an amateur, about body shots and they don't count body shots, we're so used to these judges not giving credit for body shots that when they do give credit, when we do see a fighter scoring good body shots and the judges give them credit for it, we think that he's not going to get that round. You know what I'm saying? So obviously Ward got rounds for those clean body shots, which he should have. But we're so used to not seeing judges give guys rounds for, for good body shots that their rounds that they see Ward fight, and they're like, oh, he didn't win that round because he didn't snap his head back or he didn't hit him in the head. But it's like, yo, beat the dude body up. You know, so yeah. those judges. And that's what happened. At, those that's judges what happened, I'm sorry, That's yeah, what happened to Tim Bradley in the first fight against Pacquiao. You know, everybody yeah. ref- refused to see the body work that uh, Bradley was, mm-hmm. was uh, hiding on points against uh, Pacquiao. But then again, I mean, that that's where it comes to, uh, down to, to scoring a fight. I mean. Andre Ward landed nice body shots. Let's not act like yeah. he was, you know, Chavez Sr. folding a Korolev. Korolev is a human being. He does, I mean, fighters tend to get tired. You know, he's never been pushed that, that far. So it, it, I, I can't wait for the rematch. But, 
you know, for for God's sakes, man, please, man, enough with the pay-per-view model. I'm done with pay-per-views because, I mean, it's just 70 bucks to watch uh, the, this kid, the Colombian kid, get robbed, you know. That was that that was a robbery, like like earlier it was said. That that was a robbery, and to train and 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 bust your ass and and you show up to the fight, and then three guys rob you, you know it's it's probably the worst feeling in the world. If I was a boxer, I, I would wanna wanna give up, but but you know what? You you can tell me from firsthand, Cunningham. You got fighters. Yeah, I, I mean, fighters got heart. I've been never I've push. been robbed numerous times and. Uh, I mean, numerous times, Glasgow, Atomic. Um, even that Fury fight should have been a DQ on, you know, for Fury during the fight. But, you know, uh, who else? I mean, Christoph Ladarczyk, um, Juan Pablo Hernandez, they got me in Germany, they got me in Poland, they yeah. got me in America. And and when you look at Kovalev, so I'm going to go back to him trying to pull the national race card about him just being Russian, happening to him. And it's like, show me one Russian Show me another European fighter that they robbed in America, ever. I mean, really, ever. None. I mean, you know, they, we love Triple G. We love Kovalev. We love Ricky Hatton. You know what I'm saying? They, they, you know, America mm-hmm. loves the European fight. They love them. You know what I mean? So these dudes see, don't see, get I, robbed. But, can yeah, I ask you a question? Uh, since, you, since you've been uh, promoted by main events, do you think Kathy Duva – you know, went to bat for Korolev in regards to trying to to get a better ref or better judges. I mean, I heard in Vegas that they have to be Vegas judges. I believe. I'm not sure. Maybe from California. I'm not sure. No, do you think that, that to the sanctioning according to the sanctioning um like rules, the sanctioning body rules, you have right of refusal. So Kovalev, when you sign the contract, the bout sheet, you know. Then you have, then you get the names. Once they get the names of the judges, and this is probably a month or two before the fight, you know, uh-huh. you get the really a month around a month before the fight, you get the names of the judges and the ref, and you can say, well, I don't like that ref. I want, I want um Tony Weeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I don't yeah. like this judge. You can, your team can look at. You have a team. Like my my lawyer, my wife, my trainer. Everybody, I mean, I have the lawyer. I have the same lawyer as Vladimir Klitschko and Floyd Mayweather. So he's 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 in the business. So he knows everybody. So he's like, hey, mm-hmm. we don't want this judge because he doesn't like he doesn't like a boxer style, which is which is ridiculous. But you have to look at that too. You know, this yeah. guy likes a puncher or this and that. So you try to stack it in your favor best you can. On that level that Kovalev and him on, yeah, he 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 saw those names and said it's cool. You know, he said well, the fight's yeah. gonna go on. He also chose the fight's going to be one The second question I want to ask you is uh, because you also fought a lot of rematches in your career. Do you believe that in this day and age of boxing, do you think that Ward would honor the contract and give uh, and give um, call a rematch? And also, do you think Kathy Duva does she have main events have that much weight in order to make a a, a rematch? Because the thing is, you know, main events is. Um, I have to say that they're not one of the top top promoters or, you know, a lot of people like to diss Kathy Duva because she's a woman and, and you know, that, that's not fair mm-hmm. as, as her job. Not. You know, she's a great promoter. Maybe I, I'm not sure what's behind the scenes, but do you think that she has enough pull in order to make an immediate rematch or do you think work could just pretty much say, you know what, I, I don't want to exercise a rematch? 
No, I mean, he can't really – he can say and get blackballed or, you know, I, I doubt if he will because it's going to be more lucrative for him. Um, he's a champion. Yeah. And being Ward, Ward is similar to Floyd Mayweather. That's a guy you don't want to rematch, <laughs> you know, and he knows that. Ward's going – I guarantee – this is facts, what I believe. Facts, facts. Yeah, this is what I believe. I believe in the rematch, Ward may get Kovalev in stoppable trouble. You know, because he's going to go back and look at this tape and see sometimes some spots where he could have turned it up. I think I think we will see Kovalev in getting stop trouble. I think the crazy thing about it is that both fighters, both fighters would would, would have that same mentality because Kovalev would know, hey, I seen this guy for twelve rounds. I gotta put the foot on the pedal. You know, I feel as though. Um, I think Ward got he got lucky because if you can see the knockdown in the second round, he landed a open fist, and that shows the the power that Kovalev has. If if it was a close fist, who knows what would have happened? I don't. I'm not sure if Ward. But then I think you gotta also look at. But then you gotta also look at Ward after that. After that, that was the cleanest right hand he hit him. He he got hit with some other right hands, but they weren't as got clean as that. And shook it off. You know, and shook exactly. it off and so Ward, and, and, Ward, and went back at it. Well, let me say Ward this. Too. I don't think a guy like that. I think Ward being so smart in a rematch. I'm not saying he might not get hit, but I, it's, it's going to it's going to be different. It's going to be different. But the rematch I, is going to go. I told, I think, I told I, just real fast. Uh, I told I told Roberto, and I'm, uh, I know Roberto is going to go and um and basically take the call. I, I told Roberto that basically we saw the best Kovalov, and what I mean by that is. This is what Koval has been for a while, and everybody doesn't want to admit it, but he did the same thing to Bernard, and Bernard never adjusted. He just accepted it after the first round. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. don't think I don't think you've seen the best. We know that that fight wasn't War's best fight. That's my point. Is, uh, you're right. I believe that, too. And so, so you might get a situation where that next fight, I hate to say this, and that's Ward's first time really fighting somebody big like that. That next that next fight might be either TKO or shutout, based on what Champ said. Because I feel like Ward has more levels to adjust right. than Kovalov does. Because what else can Kovalov do? Are right, he's going to knock Ward down? Well, he showed you he can't really press the gas, and he may not get that knockdown again. That opening that was a lazy hand. That if you notice the exchange right hand. Yep. That was a lazy punch that, that wore through. And as for to his credit, which was so crazy, what everybody don't understand, do you realize he got up at like three? Yeah. 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 For, for this to be such a hard punch. For this to be such a hard punch, it wasn't like it wasn't like he was down as he got up at seven or eight and he was wobbling all over the place. He got up at three and laughed. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's well, interesting. well here's the, here's the Rob, thing Rob, I'm sorry. Rob, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Roberto. No, I was going to say, the thing The thing I think we got to remember out about Ward, man, and I, I think it relates to just the overall, uh, the talk of, you know, the, the outcome and, and the scorecards and what have you. I think in some type of way, it's going to put a little bit of a chip on Ward's shoulder. We're like, he's telling everybody now, mind you, like, he's like, look, I won the fight. So, but in the next month, couple months, trust me, we're still going to be talking about this fight. And I think... Part of him, and it's funny you mentioned Floyd when we talk about the Castillo fight. I, people, I mean, that was another fight. We were talking yep. for months. Oh, man, Castillo won. Man, uh, Floyd kind of, you know, he edged it. They fought, what, six months later, and what happened? 
Floyd made little adjustments. Castillo tried to do some of the same thing, but we saw Floyd had different facets to his game, and he adjusted, and it, w- it was an easier fight than the first fight. That could play out like this, where he was like, you know what? Let's do this again. Because Ward, I mean, the fact that Ward took the Kovalev fight in the first place, he didn't have to fight Kovalev. Like, people You're think, right. like, oh, he was, he was forced to. Nah, man. Ward could have fought three, four, five fights in Oakland, had, like, anywhere from eight to 10,000 people fighting this guy or fighting a Fonfara, fighting this. And, 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 you know, we would have been playing in the same situation. Like, oh, well, maybe they'll fight in a couple of years. He said, nah. Last November, we already got word, yo, they're fighting next year. And guess what? They fought. And, uh, and, and, and I think for Ward, man, I think it's going to play out where there, there's going to be obviously a demand. And I think after this Saturday night, when, when more of the casual fans see the fight after, you know, hearing it from us and everybody else, you know, there's going to be a demand for this fight. So I would not be shocked if by next summer – or what have you, like, they set this fight up again. Now, I did hear, I don't know if you guys heard, like, apparently Kovalev hurt his hand or something, and they're going to look if he's going to have surgery. So we'll Canelo, uh, Canelo better take notes because the same way that Ward stepped up to the plate and fought a dangerous puncher like Kovalev, well, yeah, that's, Canelo stepped up to the plate. <laughs> that, that's a whole other story there. <laughs> yeah, and enough, and enough with, hey, I want to see the fight. It's the best fight. The best. That's why I give props to Andre Ward because whether he lost by knockout, that's the thing about boxers. I, I love boxing, and I don't. if Ward got knocked out, I'm not going to say that he's garbage, you know? That's not, yeah, no, that's, I'm a boxing true. fan. Yeah, I'm but that, that, fan, that was no. the whole thing, too. Yeah, that was the whole thing going into this fight, and we talked about it on the show. It was like, whatever happens in this fight, all we know is that these are the two best in the world, and there's no excuse, you know what I'm saying? And then look how it played out. It was a close fight. And, 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 and it's like, we need to see more of that. And, you know, luckily, you know, we got some fights on the horizon next month. We got, you know, we got J-Rock and, and, and Charlo fighting, and then, you know, Danny and Thurman are going to fight next year. So, we're, you know, yeah. hopefully this is a trend. You know, hopefully this is a trend where we see these guys fight because that's, I mean, that, that's how these fights are the ones that we talk about for years to come, man. It's not, uh, you know, the, the, the older veteran against the young line. We don't talk about those. We don't talk about Camacho and Leonard. We don't talk about those like De La Hoya and, and, and Pacquiao because they were, they were written before like they even happened, man. But, like, when you see fights like what we saw Saturday night, man, where you go in, Granted, you may pick, you know, you may have a winner. Like, you know, I think this guy's going to win or that guy's going to win. But look, I, I, whether it was R.O.D., myself, Coltrane, everybody that I knew within my circle, man, like we went in like, damn, anything could happen in this fight. You know, yeah. and, and that's, that's what we need, man. As far as Canelo, Robin, I mean, um, see, before, before I go, I just wanted to just ask a question to everybody that's on the, on the line. Um, I was talking to my friend. Who do you think would win between a prime Roy Jones at 175 against Ward and Corlo at 175? That that's like I was talking about that. I think I honestly think Roy Jones would be both of them. I think Roy Jones could stop Corlo. I mean, I don't know. It, it it would have been awesome to watch a prime Roy Jones Roy, at 175. Roy, Roy in his prime that was. I, I, I mean, we could, we could. That's a whole other show, man. I mean, I've talked about it. Before. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I just, <laughs> I, I, I just, 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 I just
go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, no, I was going to tell you that. I was going to tell you that. And Roberto probably knows is that we have a segment that's called "What If," and what I think if? we yeah. spoke about that. We spoke about this like a couple weeks ago. You can go on our um, Instagram page at guardiagrillboxing dot com, and you'll see we put that up. What if Roy Jones fought Andre Ward at super middleweight? Now, go ahead and describe what you said. And your comments. And Steve said it before in 2007, we was watching the half fight. Um, what a monster Roy was at that lower weight class. So I'm going to just shut up and let y'all go ahead. Well, well uh, the, thing, the, the thing with Roy, man, look, yo, like, this is the sad part about, about like, where how uh, a whole new generation that's gotten into boxing sees Roy Jones now, right? But, you know, predating, predating Floyd and predating – you know, you know, really almost two eras now, you know, Pacquiao, whatever. Yo, at one point, Roy Jones, I mean, not only was he must-see TV, but, I mean, when you think about the, just how fast he was on his feet, just the hand speed, the twitch muscles, granted, fundamentally, he wasn't the most sound guy, but it was kind of a situation where, like, you look at Pacquiao. Pacquiao's not the most fundamentally sound guy, but in his prime, he, his unorthodox style just made it so difficult. And Roy was kind of the same. I mean, not stylistically the same, but when you, got, when you fought Roy Jones, man, people forget he beat a prime James Tony. You know, and mind you, James Tony in his prime, you could put him oh, in dude. this era – you could put him in this era against any super middleweight and any light heavyweight, man. And I'm, I'm very, very, very likely going to favor James Tony, man. He was that good. And Roy went in there yeah. and beat him, man. Yeah, but he, 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 made, he made James Tony look like he was paddleboarding, like a paddle boat swimming. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing, man. I, I just think as good as, as good as Ward is, man, as, as big and powerful as Kovalev is. Now, you can't – obviously, everybody's always susceptible to getting hit things change, but Roy Jones, man, like, I, I had the privilege of seeing him fight in his prime, man, and to this day, man, like, I, I still have yet to see a fighter like Roy Jones in, in their prime, man. That, he was a special fighter, dude. Oh, but hey, thanks for the call, Rob. I, I love listening to the show. Champ uh, Cunningham, thanks for the insight as well, and you boys have What's a, up? you guys have a good night. And uh, no, Thanks for coming on, man. Listening to, Nah, no problem, and um, you know, just just keep 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 being boxing fans. That's it's good to just, you know it's good to discuss opinions and all that stuff. But like Cunningham said, when it all comes to politics and uh, you know race car and stuff, that's that's when I get out of like the the Facebook thing. Is just some people, man. It's about boxing. I, I can care less about all that other stuff. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, so, for sure. So that's for sure, what I want to say. I'm a boxing fan like everybody else on the line. All right, man. Y'all appreciate you coming on, man. No problem. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, uh, Roberto, I'm going. I'm about to wrap. You know, get out of here. So go ahead, wrap. You know, tell me what you need me to do. Oh no, no, man. I mean, I guess uh, we we still got Steve on the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm still here. Yep. Oh uh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that that was pretty much it, man. I mean, um, that that's what's that, going on with you. you know, what's going on with you now, Steve? What's going on with you for the future? You want to tell the working, people? Um, you know, next year, early next year, man. I'm back in there. Um. And uh, you know, I'm just ready to rock, man. Uh, get get back in there, get a get a name, and then get back in the title. Um, get back into a title fight. I've got a, I've got a call for a rematch with Huck already. So oh. um, we'll see, man. We will see. And I mean, then there's other wow. champions. We've got the kid, uh, Bellu, 
I tried to get Bellew in the ring when he won the title, but, you know, it was told to me by by Al Heyman, by PBC, that he basically didn't want any parts of me, and he was looking for uh, what they would call an easy fight, and he picked BJ Flores, so... Um, oh, wow. You know, but he's trying to lure Hay into a big money UK, lucrative UK fight, so understandable, but, you know, I'm I'm still from the era, man, of champions pushing themselves and, you know what I mean, fighting names. So we'll see, though. No, no doubt, man. Best of luck for early next year, man. We, we hope we hope you land, like, a, like a, a really good fight. I appreciate it, no doubt. And thank you for coming on, too. We really appreciate your, your expertise, man, your knowledge. Thank you so much. Uh, man, nothing, man. You know, I had to explain to this one dude <laughs> – that I got I got four years as an amateur and sixteen as a pro. I come I get paid to tell people what they seeing, you know, on on network TV. You know, I get paid to commentate. I'm like, dog, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just being biased. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about, and I'm still learning. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yo, again, man, we All appreciate right, you coming on, man. Thank you, Steve. All right, peace. All right, later, man. Yo, so yeah, um, glad we got Steve on the line, man. It was good to get. It was good to get, um, like you, like you said, uh, Ryder Dial, a professional perspective on the fight. Uh, it's not gonna end here, man. I mean, I think whether it's between us, whether it's between uh, other people in general, uh, you know, whether it's like you know, new fans come out of this, or you know, people this weekend watching the replay. This is going to be a fight we're going to be talking about for years to come, man, regardless if a rematch comes about. Uh, just like I mentioned with Mayweather-Castillo, even though there was a rematch and Mayweather, you know, obviously clearly won that one, we still talk about that fight. And I think this is the same thing, man. Uh, for me, let's leave race, politics, and all that crap out of the way. Just like I tagged the actual, you know, the show, man, you know, is, is this fight, uh, is the scoring clouding what was a great you know i mean uh chris said it wasn't a great fight in my opinion i thought i for for the 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 hype you know living up you know living up to the hype i mean in my opinion i thought it did you know wasn't a one-sided fight either way could have gone either way and again man open the window over there I just, I'm gonna check it you you put two prime fighters in the ring together undefeated whether they're undefeated or not though you put two prime top level guys in there, you're very likely going to get fights like this, man. So that's the show for tonight, man. Thursday, obviously Thanksgiving, we're not going to have a Thursday night show. So I want to send a a happy Thanksgiving uh, to really everybody, all the listeners to the show, to the entire crew. Uh, You know, everybody everybody eats well and, uh, you know, spend some time with the family. Obviously, you know, we got, you know, we're bo- we're boxing heads, but, you know, we're football heads too, so we're going to be watching the games on Thursday. And uh, both, our know, we'll be... both, both, our, both our Dolphins and Eagles are bad, so we have nothing to watch. Hey, well, yeah, well, yeah, well no, well, yeah. hey, man, my Dolphins have got five in a row right now, man. They sweet, though, man. They, they, sweet, they sweet victories, man. Uh, <laughs> hey man, all, 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 all I want, if I get in the playoffs, man, we, we, we're straight, man. We're straight. You guys, man, you guys, you guys are in a bit of a trouble right now, though. But <laughs> uh, we 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 hurting right now, man. We we in a real bad like 
we in a real bad funk, man, like really bad. Like like how Roy Jones was when he lost like a bunch of, like a string of victories, like a string of losses, remember? Yeah, Just man. Like he, he, yeah, we, yeah, he's fighting like three, four Glenn Johnson fights right about now, man. Yeah. So, but I appreciate it, man. Hey, man, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for everything. Oh, man, no, dude, like, thank you, you know, really just, you know, being a part of the crew, and, you know, like I said, like like Coltrane says, man, this is the best boxing show online in the world, man, we speak from the cheap seats, man, so we appreciate Steve coming on, appreciate uh, Chris coming on, and we'll be back next Tuesday to recap Lomachenko versus Walters, and, you know, boxing is not done for the year, man, we still got that December 10th card, uh, with Abner Mars and Jesus Cuellar and hometown Philly, Philly's own J-Rock against Jamal Charlo, man. That's going to be a barn burner. So until next Tuesday, man, like we said, happy Thanksgiving. Be safe, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Peace. The pencil pusher, when you can get the maker of the wood. Because that's what Jamie was making wood, right? <laughs>
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.